and welcome back to another episode of Football Talk Podcast. My name is Ozzy and I'm your host for today's show. Uh, last week we've not had much Premier League action, uh, unfortunately, because of international friendly matches. But I thought it might be quite useful for us to speak about a few things as there's always something going on in the football world. So one of the main things I wanted to talk about today was something that's just come about recently is the project Bigger Picture um, proposal from Liverpool and Manchester United out of all teams. Um, I didn't f- think two arch rivals would be doing this sort of proposal together. Um, where do I begin? I think I think it's quite ridiculous, to be honest with you. They're being quite smart in terms of how they're trying to put the proposal in front of the organisations as mainly they're trying to benefit for themselves financially. Uh, so some of the terms or some of the sort of statements that they've said that would be part of the proposal is to reduce the Premier League from 20 teams to 18. Um, the League Cup, Carabao Cup, whatever you would, you'd like to call it, and the Community Shield would be scrapped altogether. Uh, so there'll be nine teams that have special status. Uh, so these are nine teams that have been the longest serving teams in the Premier League. Um, so I believe that's the top six. So you've got your Liverpool, you've got your Man City, Man United, Chelsea, Tottenham, Arsenal. Then you've got Southampton, uh, West Ham, and you've got Everton. So these teams will have special power, as to say. Whereas right now, currently, if there's any sort of decision that needs to be made, needs to be made collectively, um, it would be a thing where 14 teams have to make a vote. Uh, so right now, uh, the proposal is that. Regardless, I'll just mention nine teams, six teams will have the final input in terms of any decisions in the future. So that could be, let's give an example. So let's say this proposal goes ahead and in the future you've got a team like Newcastle that are out of this top nine sort of suggestion and they would like um, to get a new investor um, as part of their, um, to try and inject some money into the club they would have to get approval from the uh, the top six, not even top nine. So the top six have the actual main decision to take here. So that gives them more power, which is ridiculous. So it doesn't give the Premier League power whatsoever. Uh, so it's quite a, quite a cheeky proposal. I don't think it's ethical as well at the same time. Uh, they've tried to sweeten the deal by saying that they would like to inject money into the EFL. Uh, so 250 million, I believe, is what they'll do as compensation for lost revenue during um, the global pandemic that we've just had or we're currently going through, to be honest with you. Um, yeah, for me, it's just another way of giving the top six more power. It also gives them the rights to sort of branch out and have their own broadcast rights throughout international um, countries as well. So that is something that's quite... It's a tricky one. I don't like the way this proposal has been put up, to be honest with you. Um, I can see a lot. I Personally, I don't see it happening because 14 teams have to vote for this to go ahead. It doesn't benefit anyone other than the top six or potentially the top nine, as in Southampton, Everton, West Ham as well. So for me, this is not going to work. Um, And a funny thing as well is I've also read that the te- so if there's 18 teams in the league, the 16th team will be a part of this grand playoff alongside 
the teams that finished third, fourth, and fifth in the championship. So it's just like a bizarre sort of setup. Um, unfortunately, Liverpool, my favourite team, and May United are trying to get the most power, most revenue out of this sort of deal. But for me, it's 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 not going to work. So yeah, we'll see how this pans out. I I, I think there's been mixed reviews in terms of what's going to happen, but. For me, it's not really going to happen, if, if, it's, um, if it's my opinion. Another thing for me that's caught my attention is um, pay-per-view matches now. So I think this week is the start of these pay-per-view matches where you have to pay, uh, I believe it's £15 per match. Uh, so this week is Chelsea versus Southampton, Newcastle versus Manchester United, um, Sheffield United versus Fulham, and Leicester against Villa. So... These are the teams that, let's be honest, they're decent enough matches, but I wouldn't pay £15 to watch these games separately. You know, we're already play, uh, paying for Sky Sports, BT Sports. If you've got Amazon Prime, you know, you can get some matches on that as well. I think it's completely ridiculous that the Premier League have proposed this or put this in place. Uh, going through a global pandemic, and I know you guys have probably seen the news recently in terms of, parts of England like Liverpool where there's a very there's a, a tier 3 lockdown going on right now so a lot of people are going through very difficult times financially and in terms of their mental health as well um, as you know I think we can all agree that football is an escape for all of us it's something that takes us away from our everyday everyday life our day to day so for me, this is absolutely ridiculous that they've put this together. And to make it even worse, 19 teams agreed to this proposal. And the only team that didn't was Leicester City. So I know it's a consolation, but well done to Leicester for at least acknowledging that this is not right. This is not ethically correct. Um, during a difficult time that everyone's going through financially or in terms of your health, I think it's absolutely ridiculous. So for me... It's such a trick. I've said this in one of our previous episodes. I think I said it last season, actually. Um, the Premier League should actually look into doing something where it's like a Netflix type of format where you pay £10 a month, for example, and then you get to choose whatever match you'd like to, to view on the day. It could be any match across Europe. I believe Germany had this sort of app in 2016. They were, I think, run by the Zone. So the Zone... Um, it was 9.99 euros so that's about eight pounds 60 i believe um you pay a monthly and you can watch uh the top five leagues across europe this is something where it actually makes sense um got vincent brown has just made a comment the club needs to look out for defense 100 percent. that is literally what they should be doing and to be fair i'm pointing at all of the teams including my team as well they should be ashamed in terms of not being against this proposal. It's absolutely ridiculous that you'll have to pay £15 to watch a game. We're already paying so much money. And I'll be honest with you, probably shouldn't say this online, but people are resorting to illegal streaming. And can you blame them? People can't afford to pay £15. So think about it. You're paying £16 for four matches, plus your your monthly bill for Sky Sports and for BT Sports. That's just out of order. Um, they haven't looked out for the fans, unfortunately, in this situation. They've looked out for themselves and for their pockets. And I know all the clubs have made losses, but at the end of the day, 
we're all going through difficult times. So for me, it's just absolutely ridiculous that this has happened to most of you. Um, so let's try and say, speak about something in a bit more of a positive and lighter um, note is Marcus Rashford, who just received an MBE for his uh, work, uh, for his part, part of his campaign where he, he was uh, trying to give free school meals to 1.3 million kids across the country. Um, I've mentioned this in the past as well. I think what he's done is so it's amazing uh, for such a young man to step up during such a difficult time and think about others where unfortunately people you know who are wealthy do not go out and reach out to their communities and stuff like that so for me round of applause to him it's a shame that we don't have a crowd uh, in our games nowadays otherwise i think if he came to anfield he would des he would get a round of applause for what he's done in the last few months um for a young man as well to do this sort of stuff, it's it's amazing. So forget rivalries. Um, I think it's amazing what he's done and congrats to him on winning the MBE. Um, okay, transfer updates. I realise the transfer window is closed, but I didn't actually realise this until a few days ago when I saw some rumours uh, lying around regarding a couple of players that the EFL transfer deadline actually closes this Friday. So... Uh, we may potentially have some moves from Premier League clubs trying to sign um, championship players or players even below championship, uh, like League One, League Two. So uh, a couple of rumours that have come up is um, Jack Butlin to Liverpool. Um, for me, I'm not sure about that. Um, he was a good keeper, I would say, probably like... Thank um, you five, six, eight years ago, like a long time ago. But for me, he hasn't progressed at all. And he's been at the championship for a long time. And I've seen, I saw this highlight reel the other day um, where it showed his mistakes during last season. And yeah, he's no better than Adrian. I think this is a knee-jerk reaction from Liverpool fans where like we've got Alisson out for two months. So for us, it's like we need to have another goalkeeper. Um to come in place uh, which is just yeah it's just crazy so i would rather wait until january or next summer to recruit someone who has the ability to play for liverpool and is a sufficient quality to be a backup goalkeeper adrian isn't unfortunate but he's a liverpool player end of the day so for me he'll get my full support or well, not sure about other fans but he'll get my support uh, in terms of jack butlin for me he's not the right quality i think i think he's in his last year of his contract as well so you never know we'll see you can watch we'll watch this space but i don't personally see it happening um it's not the type of player that i would personally go for but you never know where the things have happened in the transfer window another player that's a bit more of an exciting prospect is um saeed ben rama um from bentford possibly joining west ham for a reported fee of 30 million now, this is the player I mentioned last week um, that I was very surprised in terms of why no one has signed him or made any approach for him. But I think West Ham probably realised that their form is a bit up and down right now. So they need that extra quality to maintain their position in the league. So I'm not sure how close the deal is right now, but I believe they're close to agreeing a deal um, in excess of 30 million. I think it's 25 plus add-ons. Uh, for me personally, as a neutral, I'm excited to see Ben Rahman in the Premier League. I watched him quite a few times last year in the Championship 
and he was phenomenal. Um, such a flamboyant player, tricks for days, nutmegs left, right, and center. I love it. That's the kind of player that excites fans and keeps you off your feet, off your seats as well at the same time. So, yeah, I think if he if he would come, it would be a fantastic signing to see in the Premier League. And I, for me personally, I'd really look forward to see him um, on a weekly basis as well. Um, so to wrap up, uh, I'd like to review some of the key matches of match week five. Now, the biggest match for me, and it's not being biased to become a Liverpool fan, is the Merseyside derby. I think that's, I think it's, we can all agree that that is a big game. And if I'm honest with you, I'm not very confident about this game at all. Um, don't need to highlight what happened in our last fixture, but Everton are doing fantastic right now in the league. They're undefeated, four wins. Uh, Calvin Lewin, joint top scorer with six goals. Um, yeah, they're on a roll right now. So, me personally, I'd probably be on the fence with this one. And my prediction would probably be, it'll be like a 1 1. That's what I'm hoping for. If, if we're getting thrashed, yeah, I'm not sure if I'll be showing my face next week um, on Tuesday regarding this episode. So, uh, we'll see how it goes. But yeah, it's for me, it's not the best timing to play Everton after coming through such a bad defeat a couple of weeks ago. But we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, let's see what other matches there are. I've, so Man City and Arsenal is a good game at the Etihad. Um, Arsenal have picked up form as well. Man City had that loss against uh, Leicester City uh, 5-2. So that may have a big impact in terms of how they set the team. But me personally, I think they'll do well. I think Man City will probably win 2-0. That's just my my prediction. I know parties potentially... I'm not 100% sure if he'll start because a lot of players have been playing international football um, and I'm not sure if they're available to start right away uh, as some of them would have to be in quarantine. Um so that's something to make a note of when you're doing your fantasy football team uh, this week as well. Uh, double check. That's just my tip. I'm not going to give too many tips away because obviously I'm still competing in the league. Uh, but yeah, just double check to make sure none of your players are sidelined due to being quarantined. So yeah, that's a little tip for me from there. Um, Newcastle and Manchester United. Now, that's an interesting match. Uh, Newcastle have shown a sort of up and down sort of form where I think they performed better at home um, say Maximan scored a couple of goals the other day um, clearly they're talisman as well but they've made some good acquisitions as well they've got Jamal Lewis they've got Callum Wilson and they've also got uh, Henrik as well uh, who scored a nice goal a few weeks ago so a uh, tough match I can see that being a draw to be honest with you uh, Manchester United aren't coming from good form either having lost 6-1 to Tottenham um so it's and I always I always feel like whenever teams come back from international breaks, you never get sort of that high intensity type of games. Well uh, for Liverpool, I can definitely say we don't because it just ruins the momentum that we've had from the previous week where players are coming back maybe a couple of days or day before match day, and it's just not the same. So but you know, we'll see we'll see how it goes. Um Another good match is Tottenham versus West Ham. So Tottenham are in good form as well. Uh, they're doing really well. Um, I think Gareth Bale might be close to actually making a start. Um, 
I saw a couple of clips of him uh, training the other day. Looked looked impressive. So you never know. Uh, the return of Bell might be coming this weekend, but we'll see. I think I can see definitely Tottenham winning, but I'd probably say three now. If I'm honest with you, I can see it being a big gap. Uh, Crystal Palace and Be and Brighton is a is a good fixture. I've, I've been a big fan of Brighton this season. They've got such great young players in their team. Um, and even Crystal Palace, I'm a big fan of Eze in their team as well. So hopefully he gets some game time this week as well. Zaha has just been scintillating form right now. So who knows what how this game will pan out. I can see Palace winning 2-1 in this one. Um, Leicester and Villa. So that's a good game. Uh, it's not a game I would pay for. Yeah, it's part of the pay-per-view, but it's a good game nonetheless. Um well, I'd hope Aston Villa win after beating Liverpool the other day. Um, if they're going to lose to Leicester, that would be a waste of time for everyone, to be fair. But um, but yeah, I can see that being a joy for most of you. Two good teams. Uh, Aston Villa obviously in good form after their last victory. So Leicester have recruited quite well as well. Impressed with their Belgian fullback, Castagne, I believe that's how you pronounce his name. Might be wrong, I don't know. Um, and yeah, they've, they've seemed quite impressive, so... We'll see that how that goes. Sheffield United and Fulham will be safe to say a game a game full of goals. I think um, Rian Brewster uh, might possibly make a start this weekend as well. Uh, so I'm excited to see him. You know, being a, a former Liverpool player, I should say now. Uh, I was quite excited to see him leave, as I feel like he was a player with huge potential. Um, so yeah, a shame that he left, but. You know, it, 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 I think it suited all parties, to be fair. Liverpool got good transfer fee out of it, uh, $23.5 And I also believe that there's a sell-on clause as well. Um, or also a buyback clause. Um, so for me, it's quite important. Oh, we just got a nice comment from Sayad Al-Hasham. Spurs are going to flash first time. Yeah, I'm... I predicted three notes, so it, it might be more than that, to be honest with you. But yeah, I I I, I kind of go alongside you there. Um, Tottenham been in good form as well, and they haven't played Deli Alli in the team. So it's it's going to be interesting how that pans out. Son and Kane have been phenomenal uh, as a partnership. So yeah, I can see lots of goals in that team. Um, but yeah, as I was saying about Brewster, um, yeah, I was quite sad to see him leave, but... I think it suited him in terms of him going to another club where he will get first first team football. Unfortunately, that wouldn't have been possible at Liverpool. Um, and because we've got si such high hopes for him, it might be a thing where in two, three years' time, we might sign him back. And there's a set fee, I believe it's 38 million that we can buy him back. So, so yeah, you never know. Uh, but I wish him all the best. Uh, great talent. And I hope he does really well at Sheffield United. And then we've got so we've got a couple games on Monday. We've got West Brom and Burnley. I mean that's got nil nil written over it. Unusual timing as well. Five thirty. Um, uh, yeah, don't know about that. To be honest with you, Leeds and Wolves sounds like an exciting game. To be honest with you, um, I can see this having a lot of goals. Might even do. I think it might be a two two. Um, Leeds have made some good signings as well. And so Wolves, to be fair, they bought Samido as well, which was a surprise signing for me. Um, I didn't see that coming, to be honest with you. But yeah, they've done fantastically well. Um, but yeah, we've got some very, very exciting games. I'm just happy the Premier League's back, to be honest with you. I'm not the biggest fan of international football. Uh, 
But yeah, really, really excited to watch these games. Uh, but yeah, that wraps us up for today. Thank you for tuning in, everyone. Uh, it's been a pleasure doing an episode with you guys today. Uh, don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. Uh, thank you for listening, and we shall see you next week, Tuesday, uh, same time, same place at 8 p.m. Thank you. Thank you.